Hey, y'all. My name is Carly Jones, and this is Sorry I'm on Break, a Hope and Jones media production. Welcome back. Today, we have a super special non-guest guest back to the show to talk to us. And I am so excited, and I know y'all are about to be too. So let me see if y'all can guess who it is. <laughs> That's so great. I will like laugh with satisfaction with myself. That's right, y'all. Lena is back. And today we're going to explore the sibling relationship. Of course, it only makes sense. But um, before I do any type of introduction, I'm pretty much just going to dive right in and allow Lena to kick us off with a grounding activity. Lena, take us away. So this is actually an exercise that I did this week with a student um, who's having a lot of like physical symptoms were overwhelming him. And so it was really hard for him to calm his body down enough that he could speak to me about what was even going on. Um, He was just kind of overwhelmed and couldn't even form words really to talk about what he was feeling. And so in order to kind of give his body something to do, while he was processing something that we did was if you take your thumbs and press each of your fingers into your thumb, like, like you're pinching and you do it with your pointer finger and then your middle finger and then your ring fingers and then your pinky fingers and do it on both hands at the same time. And you can go as slowly or as quickly as you would like. We recommend kind of starting quickly to help channel some of that anxious energy. So I'll count when I say one, you pinch your, uh, pinch your thumb and your pointer fingers together. Two is your thumbs and your middle fingers. Three, your thumbs and your ring fingers. Four, your thumbs and your pinkies. So we're going to go one, two, three, four, and then four, three, two, one. And usually when you start this activity, because again, it's usually something to go to when you're kind of in a in a more frenzied, highly activated state. So a lot of times it starts with like one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. And then you try to slow yourself down, but it's a way of, if you, you can either count out loud and have that repetition built in, or you can also just do it physically. And it gives yourself, your brain something else to do with some of the anxious energy so that you can focus a little bit on getting your words out. And it helps to kind of split the energy so that you're physically processing and then also mentally processing pieces of it rather than like your body is just processing the whole thing in itself. And so it kind of breaks it into more manageable pieces. So we'll do a couple of rounds. And again, it's, you start with your pointer finger, that's one. And then pinky finger is going to be four. And then we'll go backwards from the pinky finger, start at four and then go back down to one. Do one quick, we'll do one quick round, a medium round, and then a slower round. So you can see what it feels like to have that exercise help you calm your body down. So one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. And then when you're done, you're in this beautiful ohm position with your hands. It works really well. So you just like, do an exhale out through your mouth. Isn't she so great? Back at it again with the finger touch point tips. Okay. So Simon Break is typically hosted by me, Carly, and Lena, my two years wiser sister, who y'all just heard. 
So in our first season of talking about the importance of different relationships, as we've been doing all season, you know, last season, we talked to my grandma, we heard about love. I interviewed Daniel, we talked about new relationships. We've heard about divorce. We've heard about addiction. We've heard about uh, religion. We've heard about so many things. But the sibling relationship is particularly important, um, and especially in me and Lena's lives, because we have three other sisters, shout out Celeste and Tasha and Tanika, and a brother, shout out Zeke, and a small gang of indoctrinated siblings, shout out Lev, Janet, Sean, Charlotte, Marina, and Caitlin. And anybody else who we missed, you know who you are, like Ben, Clint, I mean, like the list goes on, quite honestly. So it's sort of crazy because I did some research about single child households versus multi-child households. Uh, I was trying to find what's on the rise, you know, something that could tie back to my thesis about siblings making up a majority of the world. But I actually found the opposite. Apparently, single child households are the fastest growing households in the United States. The percentage of women who have one reported child at the end of their childbearing years versus multiple children at the end of their childbearing years, that's actually doubled. In 1976, it was 11% of women. This is according to the Pew Center again, the Pew Research Center. And it was quoted by like the Washington Post and the New York Times. Uh, So y'all Google it. But in 1976, it was 11% of women. And in 2015, which was like the last time a study like this was done from my research, it was 22% of women who had reported having one child. So literally, we've seen quite a big jump. And of course, that's not taking into account like everything that's changed, but that is really, you know, in the pandemic, but that's really fantastic news because obviously like the climate crisis, the housing and homelessness crisis, right? Like the shortage of supply crisis, et cetera, et cetera, the capitalism crisis, like et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's totally, totally just not been my experience of the world. So I was really surprised to find that out. And again, I was happily surprised, but just surprised because when I sat down to write the script for this episode, I realized that I had met so many different pairs of siblings in my life. Like, in fact, most of my friends are siblings, you know, like they're not my friends aren't siblings with one another. Most of my friends either are siblings or have siblings. And it's crazy to me that more and more people are having more one only one child, but it's crazy in a good way. And it just shows like the power of having an adopted family, right? Like those people who you indoctrinate into your life and um, solidify with concrete as like not going anywhere. One of the most fascinating and like things that's so striking to me about the sibling relationship is that debate between like nature and nurture. It's super interesting to me to see how siblings who grew up together are so, so, so similar, right? Like, you know, in the same household, get get some some sisters, some brothers, some back and forth twins, triplets or whatever. They can be so also totally opposite. You know what I mean? Like hang out with a pair of siblings and you will see this who were raised in the same household. You will see like, oh my gosh, obviously they're siblings. And then, wow, but they have such different personalities. But then on the opposite end, you know, for all of us in blended families, which is also becoming more and more common. On the opposite side, there are siblings who weren't raised in the same household or within close proximity to one another, and they still grow up to have so many similarities and common interests, like without even knowing each other or with barely knowing each other, having like little exposure. It's crazy. And of course, despite the obvious differences, I'm like, of course there will be some, right? So... My interview with Lena began with double-clicking on that phenomena, that nature versus nurture, the similarities versus the differences. 
we have had very different experiences growing up. Um, and so I'm interested in how you think that those differences may impact our relationship and like what maybe even those differences are. Mm. Well, I think one of the first things that comes up is uh, just when I'm thinking about this is the uh, the difference in the amount of time that we uh, spend at home, right? Like I moved out in high school when you were still in high school. And so that meant that you and mom had um, a lot of time together and the fact that she was sick when that happened. Uh, so there were a lot of... <clears throat> just changes in our dynamic as siblings and also in your relationship with mom that uh, obviously would have been very different if I had been there for those, you know, like five years that I think typically, you know, from 15 to 20, especially that uh, that was probably, you know, like the height of her sickness. And um, when she was, you know, we were all like first dealing with it and processing it. And the fact that I lived outside the home put uh, a different level of responsibility on you and uh, um, changed our relationship, changed my relationship with mom, like all of it. Um, and so that's like the first thing that comes to my mind is like probably that those five years. I don't know. Wow. Like how that impacted. I it, I think it's one of those things that's like impossible to overstate <laughs> uh, how big, how big of a, how big of a shift that was for both of us. Um, yeah. And I know that we've spent a lot of time kind of processing and talking to each other about the decisions that we made and the impacts that those things had and yeah, and kind of unpacking that, like both between the two of us. And then obviously, again, like in each of our relationships with mom and because the three of us spent so much time, I think maybe that's another one. Maybe that's another one is that impacted us differently is, and it's like, it happened to both of us, but because we're different people, like even in the same experience to different people, it feels different, you know, and like it impacts them differently. And so I would say another like really significant thing that goes into that that's but a little earlier is the fact that it was just you and mom and I for so long you know and so the fact that it was just the three of us and um I think that that made us like much closer than a lot than traditional I mean it made us really really close and I don't, don't want to necessarily like compare to what other siblings do or don't experience but yeah just for our experience we were definitely very close and learned to rely on each other um a lot that's weird I don't usually think about our differences I I, I think a lot more about our similarities I think a lot of times I remind myself of you and I like catch myself doing things or saying things or even the way that I hold my body or certain outfits that I wear and I don't yeah That's I just, so awesome I'm so flattered yeah <laughs> and I, I have I, a question about our similarities too <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's just I, I yeah I haven't really thought I don't think a lot about like the things that we've gone through that are different I think I think a lot I think a lot about the ways that uh I rem that I see you in in me um, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that stood out to me, you said, uh, it changed the like level of responsibility that was on my plate and it definitely did. But I think it also changed the level of responsibility that was on your plate when mom got sick, just because I was still in the house home. So I was like taking care 
of her, like pretty day to day and um, in in your face with it. And then you were out of the house, but you knew that you were like going to be the first bread earner, uh, essentially, like with a degree and everything, like kind of start your career. And so I, I feel like I put a different level of responsibility on you of like, okay, I really got to get this done and like go into take asthma, which you have definitely done. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. It's every little sister's dream to be like her older sister. And that's always rang especially true for me. And if you see me and Lena interact together, you would understand why. Like, who wouldn't want to be Lena? Obviously. And you will, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later in this episode. But hearing that Lena thought that we had more similarities than differences, honestly, that did it for me. I'm done. I could retire. I don't need to be a lawyer or have a podcast or do anything anymore because that is success. So this next part was my absolute favorite part of our interview. Um, okay. Well, let's get a little bit happier. So you said you think about our similarities most, uh, more, more frequently than our differences. So how are we most similar in your mind? Um, first of all, I think our sense of humor is really similar. Like sometimes literally I will have a thought and I will start laughing because I can imagine, I can like hear your laughter in my head of like, <laughs> if I were to say this in front of Carly, she would be fucking dying right now. And like, <laughs> That's so great. I will like laugh with satisfaction with myself for having like... <laughs> in my imagination made you laugh (laughs) I love I love to hear it it. (laughs) that's amazing yeah no our our sense of humor is on point and we are hilarious fucking hilarious right just like a riot on accident sometimes (laughs) most times that's the thing (laughs) we just be doing it yeah yeah so that's really great for us. Um, <laughs> I love that for us. <laughs> and everybody else around us as well. Yep. Um, okay. I think we are also very similar in, um, I mean, so many things. We're raised by the same woman. And so, I mean, like, and not just woman, but like of the people who have been significant in raising us throughout our lives, like both of our parents, um, as well as like family, friends, and other adults in our families, teachers, stuff like that. Like, because we've been physically in proximity with each other for so long, we've had a lot of the same influences. And so there's a lot of similarities. Um, in addition to our hilariousness, we also have great taste in music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you're my favorite dance partner I've ever had in my entire life uh this life and the next and the next next. um oh man like literally I was thinking about doing that Spotify duo playlist thing with you but I was like I feel like it's probably just gonna be all of my music (laughs) 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 just be a playlist that I made um but no, actually, because no, we've been hanging out with different people. So we might have, you know, like over, since we're perhaps physically more separate now that we might end up having some different musical influences. Um, but huh. what else? I think um, both of us also are pretty gentle people until you like fuck with someone we care about. You know, like, I think that's a similarity that I see in both of us. And that I think that we, I mean, I hate to should, but like, I think that both of us are 
are on the journey of this of like trying to balance it out more of like when things happen to yourself like maybe it's, this is definitely more for me that I think is true for you but it's like I'm much more likely to kind of like take it on the chin if something happens to me but like if something happens to somebody I care about I'm like ready to throw hands <laughs> like and like get all up in people's faces and so that uh that like willingness to be an advocate um for people that we care about and to like speak up and speak out uh for someone else is a a common trait and it also the the like that belies to me the amount of attention that we put into other people as well like I think both of us pay a lot of attention to the people around us and what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what their goals are. And yeah, as dad, you know, uh, we are both daughters of Troy Jones. So we pay attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do keep our Mm -hmm. eyes open and head on swivel. Mm -hmm. We really like to help people and just like empowering people. You know what I mean? Like see podcast. (laughs) Um, Like, I think we both really enjoy helping people and we care about having an impact with our lives that's like greater than just between the two of us um, or even our individual selves. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely both chose helping careers and every job we've had, uh, you know, like building up to that in, in the progression, you know, cause like, of course there's like, you know, career big C of like whatever your job title is going to be for a long time like I'm going to be a teacher for a long time you're going to be a lawyer for a long time uh but, but all of the like steps to, to that have also been very intentionally like do something that helps someone besides just yourself oh yeah they've all been service facing is what I was just thinking about what you're mm-hmm. saying actually been working in public service like our whole lives um and yeah. and uh, the advocates and activists um, our whole lives so mm-hmm. Um, that mentality is very similar within us. Um, So interesting. Here's one of the craziest things about having a sibling. No matter how well you think you know someone, the things that you still don't know about them could shock you. And on the opposite side, and still true (laughs) about having a sibling, is that even when you don't know them, or when you think you don't know them, you will be shocked by how well you, in fact, can at least relate to them and some of their experiences. Lena and I had a ton of fun talking about our differences and similarities, and some of the things that she said really shocked and surprised me, like the fact that she sees me in her. And we went a lot deeper in the second part of our conversation. We talked about what being in a sisterhood has taught us about ourselves and about the world. We talk about what we love about each other and hurts that we see within each other that we would heal if we could. All of the answers to these questions shocked me, which again, just goes to show no matter how well you think you know something or someone, there can always be something to surprise you. There can always be something to learn or discover about someone. And there is diversity within ourselves, within our relationships, in every single nook and cranny. So keep your eyes open and uh, stay woke, y'all. To close out, um, we're just going to do the finger tip touching that Lena talked to us about at the beginning of the episode. So we'll do a quick um, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one with some deep breathing and close out. 
we look forward to talking to you all again next week. Lena will be back and we will be continuing this conversation on sisterhood because, of course, it was going to be a two part episode. Y'all like, da da. Hello. Have you met either of us? Um, okay. So. If you don't remember, Lena's tips and tricks were to use your thumb and connect it to your pointer finger, middle finger, ring finger, pinky, and then back again, pinky, ring finger, middle finger, pointer finger. And all the while we're doing some breaths and this is just kind of getting us in contact with something. It's a way to divert your anxiety and your racing thoughts, your invasive thoughts, whatever is uh, bothering you or stopping you or distracting you from being your best self in the moment and just kind of divert that energy. So let's give it a practice. And we go. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three. Four, four, three, two, one. <sighs> that felt amazing. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. And for the real ones who always like to hang out at this last bit of the episode, stay tuned next week. You will hear from Lena, her official answer. Tacos versus fried chicken sandwich. So watch out, Daniel. Coming for you. Coming for you next. All right. Don't forget to take your breaks. Bye, y'all.